0: I had fucking three red arrows in the first 12 weeks and I just rattled off five straight. How does that happen?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty similar. I wasn't doing as well as you at the start and then I had that really nice stretch in the middle after wildcard.
0: Mm. I hope other people like feel this way.
1: Oh, they do. They fully do. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it on Twitter. It, to- people-
0: it totally shatters my life. Elf, 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 like every day-to-day operations is just like at work. I and know. Fucking mean, I just am always thinking about it. Like, yeah, what, what did I do wrong? What the fuck is wrong it's, with me? It's You're so
1: particularly dark. But like, it's one of the very few things in life that I actually like try to do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> it's like I don't fucking like. I, like this is I can like. Truthfully say that, like I, I, put a lot into this shit. <laughs> like I'm trying to fucking rise and dong, and then like I fucking just fail flat on my face. It feels feels very bad. Okay, and that's where we're at.
0: Fuck. I need to go drink more wine.
1: Welcome
0: to FMLFPL, I'm Alon. Walsh.
1: Let's kick off with some housekeeping. Please go ahead, subscribe, rate and review on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at FMLFPL. Email and rate my teams and other questions at FMLFPL at gmail.com. Check out our website, FMLFPL.com. We have FPL League info, links to our team, social media, store with stickers and ringtones. And also we post lineup lamentations before every game week. We pick our starting 11s and captains and more. Uh, lastly, shout out top the FML field table. It's still Kalen McCardle The Wire. Keeps his spot at the top the table. He's still ranked top 500, so cheers. You're fucking wrecking everything.
0: I wish I was you. <laughs> I wish so badly that I was you.
1: <laughs> you and your rank. Um, and then there's us, dude.
0: Yeah, so I'll start today with the, with the sad news of fifth red arrow in a row. Um, I ended up taking another hit, my second hit of the season, by taking out um, Iannaccio for Carroll, and I also took Klein out for Alonso. Looking long-term there, I really didn't think that the Merseyside derby would be a 1-0, so that was bad for the short-term but I'm happy to have Alonzo in. He hit the bar. He almost scored that goal. It would have probably been an eight point goal or something like that. He could
1: have had like a 20 point week.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, he looked good. It's good to have him in. He's just a security blanket. Um, and then Carroll, I mean, he looked good against Hull a couple weeks ago, Burnley a couple weeks ago. And that Hull game was just such a fucking slog fuck fest. And he was so bad and playing basically as a midfielder. Having him feels bad, but hopefully Swansea, the turnstile, makes him look a little better next week. But yeah, I mean, I had 38, uh, another red, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, Nothing's really going well for me right now, really. I mean, we both held on to Firmino. He finally looked really good, back kind of in his central position, but obviously no goal. And then we had Kane. Kane captain failed. It's just amazing how bad that Kane... Bringing Kane in for Aguero yielded three straight blanks, two of which were on captaincy for both of us. So that's probably where to point the finger at to this sinking feeling of what's been happening is Kane. But um, I don't know, it's been been bad. Got Costas fifth red to deal fifth yellow to deal with for Boxing Day. So my squad's going to be weakened further because of that, which is going to be terrible. So Toby, Toby surprise omission because of his back hurting. Which was great. I got a one pointer off the bench for him. It just you know it just keeps going. It just Darun, keeps going, dude. Yeah, Daroon third on my bench. Didn't even consider starting him because he has like one shot attempt in the last four games. Of course, pops in with ten pointer. You know, it's been that kind of kind of few weeks for me. So trying to look positively and figure out what to do to turn things around, but. That's where I'm at.
1: Yeah, I'm right there with you. I also took a minus four. I brought in uh, Phil Jones, Toby, as you mentioned, surprise omission, and also Carol, who's... Yeah, I mean, that I have Carol and at That game was just the epitome of, like, what the fuck is happening? Why are you guys playing so bad? Why is West Ham so bad? And they should have lost, like, 3-1. They're yeah. so, the luckiest things ever to keep a clean sheet. is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I got 37, which is insanely bad, including my minus four. It's really 33. Game week rank of three and a half million. My lowest of the season and my life, I think. Um, <laughs> dropped 100,000 places down. I'm 221K overall. Just embarrassed. Just... I mean I sound like you like last week or 2 weeks ago whenever it was like I'm just ashamed <laughs> to like have a pod I'm a, I like went I I shut off everything like I I went like radio silence on Twitter I wasn't on the text thread I like mi- didn't watch some of the games it was just very very dark weekend and then top it all off by not FPL related but fantasy football levels of losing in the playoffs that are just, just unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean,
0: no, no one cares about that, but no one, no one your, cares everyone about cares that. about your FPL fortunes. And, yeah, there's, I mean, this,
1: th- there's this Schopenhauer quote which kind of summed up my FPL weekend that I pulled. It's kind of a Raj move by me, but he said, "We should always be mindful of the fact that no man's very far from the state in which he would readily want to seize a sword or poison in order to bring his existence to an end." <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah, it just felt. It just has felt for the last bit that just like every single thing I've done is wrong. And then I look back at my transfer history, and it's like we both brought in Alexis, came week fourteen right before he exploded, and it was amazing. And then since then I brought in Kane, Pyatt, Anichibi, Toby, Carroll, and Phil Jones. And sure, yeah. Phil Jones got it clean, but like all of those are absolute nightmares. Like I should it should have just been three Chelsea defenders and like keep a because no third forward is is scoring and yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean yeah, I've went from fifteen K to I'm at eighty seven K right now in the span of five game weeks. It's just been Plummet after plummet. Um, really, since that Aguero ban is when I really the transfers and my subsequent moves from there it set me on a very deep, and dark downward spiral. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, we just made every wrong move since then. Yeah, we
0: we didn't get the right guys. And I know, I mean, I was even little things. I keep thinking back, like I was toying going with Kevin instead of Hazard, but the stats and the ownership swayed me to Hazard, and I would have. I mean, that's probably about. Fifteen extra points in it if I didn't do that. All those little things I just yeah. Keep you've had about. crazy
1: injury and misfortune, and I mean yeah. as you as you said, and I think accurately, it really comes down to Kane. I mean, like
0: it's yeah, it's been Kane he, the last two weeks. He
1: was like thirty percent captaincy the last two weeks, which you know was number one most popular, but not like. A huge, insane majority captaincy. Like, yeah, it still would have been a huge if he came rise, if through. He came off. Yeah, no matter what the fuck the rest of our team did, we would have fucking flown.
0: Yeah, most likely.
1: And he just like, yeah, it makes no sense. It just makes no sense at all. They score I mean, five he, goals and he he just does
0: nothing. The thing that's yes no involvement in five goals is insanely frustrating but the thing that is troublesome is we shouted how bad his form was for weeks on the pod and we kind of got backed into the transfer because of how obvious it appeared when Aguero got hurt and we made our own decisions and I would do it again just because looking at those two home fixtures with Burnley and Hull, I think he was the correct choice at that time but I mean, it's just playing that hindsight game of what if you did something differently, and then who you would have captained subsequently, you all of a sudden are 20 points up versus where you're sitting now. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to.
1: The pop before that, I I was talking about bringing in Ibra for Austin and making that work in some way. And then, yeah, like, I mean, the like, Aguero suspension and all that shit, I went away from it and got Kane. Yeah, imagine that. I had Ebra the last four weeks instead of yeah. Kane. Like, fuck.
0: That's f- fucking, like, 50 points.
1: Yeah, and the thing with Kane is, as you accurately said, like, we, we diagnosed his lack of form. Like, it was so obvious. He looked like a fucking old piece of shit. But he also braced against Swansea. And every fucking asshole who brought him in for, like, Aguero or whatever... That week destroyed us, and like a lot of people soared. So I think like even though he looked bad, he had the two huge returns. Yeah, two the of West us like
0: with that late bullshit. He yeah, so it's like
1: it's like yes, his form is shit, but like he scored five goals in four games. Like yeah, and the only blank was against Chelsea. So you know you can't really argue with that. But
0: no, so it just hasn't been working out for us. But luckily. It's still still a lot of games left, a lot of season to be played. Trying to look at the more positive light of things, I still feel like where we've been playing well this season are just ranks of plummeting the last handful. Yeah, uh, it, it,
1: I wonder who's like who's going up right now.
0: I think people that have probably had Ibra.
1: And like double Um, Chelsea defense, I guess. Yeah,
0: yeah. people that have had double Chelsea and Costa certainly would be looking good with Sanchez. Whoever does not have Hazard, definitely. Uh, I don't have him, and I'm good. (laughs) That's too soon, but maybe people that have um, held on to Theo. He's been returning mediocre. Oh, yeah,
1: Theo has been very good.
0: I mean, I don't know. Spurs Walker gets fucking ten points every week.
1: Yeah, fucking Walker and Rose, and then Toby gets like a back injury. They don't keep it clean, and those two guys still just fucking return insanely. Yeah, and that's that's what makes it you know ten times more frustrating. Is that like I don't have Hazard. Like that was a really good omission move that I made to decide to like just keep Costa fuck off Hazard. Bring in Pyatt for like incredible fixtures. <laughs> he scores against Liverpool and blanks home Burnley, blanks home Hull. Like, what the fuck is happening? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all all right, right. Enough about yeah, this. Yeah, let's do an opening question. Bullshit. We'll take a quick break and then we'll do what the fuck happened. So, opening question this week comes from Ronan. Um, if you had to fight a cage match with with any player from the Prem, who'd it be and what would be your strategy? So I think basically what he's asking is who's the softest fucking guy in the league? Who do you want to fight? Are
0: there are there weapons or are we bare knuckling here?
1: I think bare knuckles only right.
0: Mm. Alright. I need to I need to think about it. Yeah, for I can start because I've yeah, I've stewed on it a yeah, little yeah. bit.
1: So, I mean, the immediate first, first comes to mind is Ozil's the easiest shot of all. I mean, he's kind of like the poster boy for soft pussy in the prem and, and he gets the shit for it, as he should. Um, another guy I thought about it, I feel like Courtois is like weirdly a giant <laughs> fucking pussy masquerading <laughs> in an actual giant's body. <laughs> but, yeah, him, that's- yeah, I mean, he's just so goofy. He looks like Gumby, but, in the end, my, my pick was Jerry D, little Jared De La Oh,
0: I don't, I disagree so hard he's with that. I would be terrified to fight him. He's
1: such a little shit. He's got no, his little pot belly. It. He dives for fun. He's terrified no. of contact. I just feel like in, on a pitch, I mean, obviously he'd run circles around me naturally, but I feel like in a phone booth with him, I'd fucking ga- gouge his eyes out before he could fight me.
0: I think he would fucking kill the fuck out of you. <laughs> <laughs> I think he would have like knives hidden everywhere. <laughs> like, Insane, shit. Oh, oh man, yeah,
1: yeah. I could, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I would n- he
0: would be one of the last people I would pick.
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah. You he just think he's so me. dirty. He's like a little like rat.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Um, I don't know, dude. I'm having I'm agonizing this a good question. I think. In terms of just ease of kill, I think I would be a really easy kill.
1: Oh my god,
0: yeah. <laughs> but the person I would want to fight but Yanis is. Probably...
1: I could easily be like a wizard, like from Harry Potter <laughs> movies or something.
0: Yeah, I don't hate that chat. He's from like some weird ass I name place. Um. <laughs> I would like to fight Kyle Walker though. I would genuinely enjoy that fight. Like, dude, I he's want... a
1: fucking specimen, though.
0: No, I, I know, but I'm, I want. I want it. I want him. I want every <laughs> inch of him. I want every pound of him. I just want to be challenged, and I want to hopefully beat the shit out of him and emerge with that his is bloody tough, a bloody head on Spike.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, I'd be rooting as hard as anyone for you in that fight, but he is a fucking specimen. It'd be tough. No, we'll I and mean,
0: you pick up pick up like Trippier before the fight. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the net, try and net gain and yeah. gain some team value and shit, even if you die. Oh, God.
0: All right, Nanny, good one?
1: Yeah, great. Great opening question. Okay, a bit of music and then uh, what the fuck. Okay. Okay, so where do you want to start here?
0: Um I think it's a good place to start with Aguero returning soon and also talking about just Kane probably and Costa bam Let's go like talk about So the like heavy the, the forwards. heavy forwards.
1: Yeah, there's really four. There's Ibrah Ibra. Costa Kane and Kuhn.
0: So I think with Costa, it's one of those that I don't hate getting rid of him if it means that you're gonna spend two transfers and maybe get another defender. Because as consistent as Costa's been, it's not that hard to cover his points because he gets you know five to eight basically every game which is nice but you could go differential there. Um, I have a lot of team value tied up in him. I bought him a long time ago and I don't really think that for me that that's a good tactic but it could be one of those where maybe because they have some home games just getting hazard is a thing but for a couple games and then getting double defense but what about you were talking about going triple defense?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd like to. I fantasize about it. It's just so hard to do, you know, as I'm, like, strapped for transfers and taking too many hits, as is. But I think, like, if I were wild-carding right now or something, I think I really would consider it for the reasons you just brought up. I mean, Casa returns pretty much every single week, as you said, like, between, like, 6 to 10 or something like that. Since Chelsea have changed to the 3-4-3 and keep it clean essentially every week, like as consistently as Costa returns, their defenders are are in the same range, you know? like yeah. You think a Aspel clean with sheet... baps. Yeah, exactly. Aspil and his baps. He gets more baps than Costa, even when Costa scores. Yeah. I mean, and a clean sheet is worth the same amount of points as a goal anyway. So, like making up for his points doesn't seem that insane. He doesn't get that many double returns or, like, high double-digit scores. And then that might enable you to cover yourself with, like, the other heavy-hitting forwards. You know, you'd you'd have to, you know, probably drop a midfielder or something like that. But if you could have, like, Kuhn and Ibra and triple Chelsea defense, I think that's, like, such a better way to set up your team as, you know, it's... It, there's like a pseudo certainty effect of like Chelsea just dominating every team, like they're going to score three No, Like they don't really do that. I'd much rather rely on their defense week in and week out because it seems like the only like consistent thing in the entire prem right now.
0: Yeah, they haven't really been blowing teams away. They have kind of been shutting up shop to a degree. However, I do feel like every single game I've watched in the last four or so they could have scored at least two goals of really yeah, good chances. That like at them. the so, end, right? Yeah, they, the last 15 minutes when they're just up 1-0 or the other team is trying to go for it, they have these counterattack opportunities every game, a couple. every I'm game, su- yeah. so surprised they aren't putting some of them away. Um, yeah, the thing with I, those,
1: too, is like you think back and you think of like Aspel and Alonso as like standouts amongst the counterattacks. You know what I mean? It's like... Even if those do turn into three nils, I still think if you were to triple defense, you would get a lot of those returns and still retain a lot of the bonus points too. You yeah, know what I mean? I mean like pro- they don't feel like hopefully. cost the hat trick games. They just feel like more like team goals almost.
0: Yeah, and I think when you also look at just the value of it, if you're returning around you know five or so points out of those defenders, which seems to be what they're fucking averaging these days. And you're paying between six and six five for for the trio. The differentials off the charts, and they obviously can clean anyone. It's the kind of thing that I think would be pretty tidy differential, and look for points elsewhere. But it's tough, like you said. If anyone wants to do that, I think probably first step would be just doubling and then reworking it a few weeks down the line if that still seems prudent, but I don't hate getting rid of Costa at this time. Um the fixtures they, he's gonna miss one of the two plum homes and then they have some mixed fixtures. But if you're looking at two of the f- I think Kane is get him the fuck off of that conversation. I think it's really two of three between Costa, Slatan and Aguero and Aguero returns after this game at Boxing Day.
1: Yeah the only reason Kane's still in the conversation people is people still have him. Yeah, people still have him and he obviously will come good eventually. But right now he's a nightmare.
0: No, he's the, the emotional things are happening, and I don't, I can't imagine having him again this season. They still, they still have some good games left. I hate I, him. I think I might, I might be too scarred in this moment. He, he did some too, too much damage to my season. But
1: yeah, the, the, getting the Chelsea defense, it's just so, so hard to do without wild card is really the problem. I mean, like,
0: yeah, your two transfers getting up into that bracket pretty much all the time. So, yeah,
1: That's but tough. I do, I do love it in yeah. theory, but,
0: so Zlatan, he came back in with another brace. He's been just firing on all cylinders. Um, he seems like probably the most sensible replacement for Kane. Um, or Costa, got, or Costa, yeah, for sure. A lot of people are doing that transfer and looking at United's fixtures over the next, you know, six to ten. They're fucking beautiful. So getting him seems pretty great. Obviously, he's been showing the. It, probably a little bit higher upside than Costa. Especially, he still has pens in his locker. United haven't had a pen in a long time, I feel like.
1: Yeah, I feel like he has pens, and he creates just as many chances as Costa, yeah. too, if not
0: more. And and he's on some direct freeze. I mean, he's got those... Yeah. Like Those are the kind of things, like pens, direct freeze, that really give the... Strikers, the explosive potential, because it's always, I feel like it's very rare that you see someone like hat trick and open play. You know, like you need, you need, it's, it's much more rare. A, yeah. You need, like even Ericsson, he had those two goal, with whatever bullshit games. You know, he's getting some returns on those set pieces. So that's not nothing. And I think having none of that, none of that share from Costa is, is dense his appeal.
1: Yeah. It definitely as, limits as the, uh, the huge captain potential and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah.
0: Zlatan seems primed Um, and then there's the issue of what to do with Aguero I mean, he's still significantly more expensive than any of these other options we're talking about but I don't know when he's a differential is the time to get him because it's always a matter of time when he returns that everyone slowly makes their way into figuring out how to get him in so I was looking at replacing Kane with Aguero but I think the Costa ban forced my hand I can't really wait holding Kane um, so i think i might give aguero a miss for the liverpool game but get him back in soon but i feel like everyone should start to have in the back of their mind a way towards getting aguero in somehow do you agree with that yeah i mean we we're,
1: we're always in the camp of like aguero or die like i i i'm going to try and get him in immediately probably for costa um, for all of the reasons that we just outlined i mean i think i can pretty quickly get to a double Chelsea defense and Aguero and that just feels prime to me. Like having Kuhn and Ibra up top seems like the best route to go, mm-hmm. in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, mm-hmm. I mean it's pretty telling that like you look at the overall like forward rankings, like Aguero's still fifth. Still
0: top, yeah, he's still top five. He's, he's twenty been, he's missed like he's eight twenty games.
1: points behind Ibra, and he's missed mm-hmm. so many games. That's That's insane. Like he's he's getting a bad rap because of his um, not inconsistency, more just like unpredictability that we've talked about before, where he's like missing on the big captaincy shots and he's scoring in like the weird away games and stuff like that. But he's still like returning a goal a game. Like he's still returning really high level and. Like Zlatan, he's on those freeze and everything. And I think City, a lot of people have a bad taste in their mouth with City, but I still think they're easily one of, if not like the best team. And they're going to still create a trillion chances a game and just be like a dominant attacking team. So, you know, I still back them and Aguero to outscore pretty much anyone. So uh, I want to get him back in immediately.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, it would be nice.
1: I think so, they also have some other assets that are percolating. I mean, KDB was godlike against Arsenal. Mm-hmm. And Sterling Raz. Looks
0: like he's yeah, he's back from the cold. Yeah, and we and shouted him
1: out last pod, and then he scored that really nice goal, even yeah. though he missed a sitter also. Mm-hmm. Um, and that Sané goal was so nice too, I thought.
0: Yeah, City played, they played pretty well. Arsenal shot the bet after their early goal. Just typical of Arsenal. But. That
1: KDB assist on that like one eighty a million yard crossfield pass was just like fucking mental.
0: Yeah, he's pretty good. So do you want to do you want to shift over to third forward because we've been getting completely fucked by third forward? But everyone you know is kind of in that seven million bracket with the third forward, and every, it seems like every week a different one pops up. Two weeks ago it was Rondón with his hat trick. Negredo came back with a brace uh, this weekend in that nice fixture with Swansea, so he's showing signs of life. I don't, I don't know. I, I, we went Carroll because he looked good two games ago um, against Burnley, and then it completely evaporated for the whole game. What do, what the fuck are we doing with third forward? Do we? Yeah, stick it's with a, one? it's a
1: nightmare. I mean, for now, I think the. Craziest thing we could possibly do is to get rid of Carroll.
0: Yeah, no, I'm um, not touching s- him for squan- this.
1: Week. Swansea score. I mean, let up like four goals a game. It seems like, like they're if there's any anyone close to Aston Villa of last year, like always captain against. It's easily Swansea by a large margin. So, I mean, Carroll, I think, is as good as any for this week, but. As far as other third forwards go, I mean, I don't know. Even Origi seemed like the safest, like most obvious shot last week and then Danny he comes in with well. Forum. Yeah, he didn't play well. Danny comes in, creates a goal, so he might not even start next week. I wouldn't be
0: surprised. No, he shouldn't start if Sturridge's foot.
1: Yeah, definitely not. Um, I have no fucking idea to answer your question. Okay. I seriously have no idea. I mean, like it honestly like going back to the triple Chelsea defense. If you had like some cheap fuck and B or something, Kuhn and Ibra as your forwards, and played like triple Chelsea defense plus like Brunt Swankway. or Phil Jones or mm-hmm. some start of, some other start every week defender, it doesn't even seem bad to me. It seems actually kind of amazing.
0: I normally it. Does seem bad because we're not consistently picking blanking third strikers, which we've been doing the last month or two. I always feel like that kind of budget striker spot is a place where we like when we look at the fixtures so tough, and we're paying so much attention that we normally jump from one to the other to the other based on three or four game fixture runs. Yeah, we get huge tidy point hauls from in those windows of players who are not someone you want to keep for a long time, but. We've just been picking wrong, and I, I don't think that it's a nature that it's a bad strategy. I think we've just been, you know, missing on those picks. I still feel like you can do the same thing. It's just been tough. I, I hope some of you guys are doing better than we are on third striker because we've talked about every option periodically on the pod, and it's just been a matter of buying in at the right time, jumping ship at the right time. Um, yeah, it's still just so think-
1: tough when the re- the guys returning are someone like Negredo, who it's like. They're the lowest scoring team in the league. Like, if someone actually asked me before this week, what do you think about Negredo, I would have been like, get the fuck out of my face. He has, like, three goals. Going into last week, he had three goals on the year, and he pretty much plays 90 every game. And they're, like, the worst attacking team in the league. And then he pops up with 12. So, yeah, it's fucking hard. I mean... I feel like someone like Ben or Defoe will return more consistently over a time period than the others um just with their proven history and their their on um, pens and stuff like that Palace are about to have a really good run of fixture um you know starting with like Swansea at home game week 20 but yeah man it's it's been a nightmare for really everyone lately
0: mhm yeah, I agree Uh, So do you want to downshift away from forwards and talk a little bit about mids, about City? We kind of chatted about for a second, but I think maybe Arsenal could be a good place to turn because they are starting a really, really good fixture run. Yeah, so their
1: next six, they have home West Brom, home Palace, at Bournemouth, at Swansea, home Burnley, home Watford. Mental.
0: Yeah, so everyone's got Alexis, and I think it's the question of, do we double with Walcott or Ozel or stick with Alexis? Is it worth buying one of their defenders? I have so many problems I can't bother with spending transfers on another Arsenal player right now. But I do think that getting Ozel or Walcott is probably great.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think I would get Walcott without even hesitation. It feels like it's back to the beginning of the season for him and... He was by far the furthest forward player on Arsenal this week. Like most touches in the box, most shots. Alexis only had one touch in the box and zero shots. Yeah, you know, I mean, he they, was
0: playing like holding midfield. He yeah. was just so deep trying to get the ball. But that's that's not indicative of what that's not normal. Yeah, it was happen. City,
1: but all it, all it means to me is like Feo's back, kind of. You know, mm-hmm. like he had that freedom to go forward and almost be the center forward in their like fluid type of. Um, formation, so t- for me, saving two million i would I would give Fay over Ozel every time
0: yeah, I think that 's the big thing is the price, but I still think that Ozel 's better i mean I think he 's nailed on for baps every time he gets a return. Walcott basically never gets bonus points, and even though it is almost two million more, I think if you 've got the money lying around, if you have someone like Pi for example or Ericsson and you 're looking to switch i don 't hate sticking in that, you know, premium bracket and getting Otsel, Yeah, I, I don't, I don't hate it. Walcott. It's just,
1: you know, for teams like us where we're in the shitter right now and I'd rather be making money than spending money on transfers, you know, to like mm-hmm. plot for Chelsea defenders or for Kuhn or whatever, then to me, Walcott is, is obvious. But yeah, as you said, I, I fully agree. Like if you're, if your team is set up and you know you have money to get to Kuhn or you don't want Kuhn and you have Chelsea defense and you're all good then yeah i have no problem with Ozil at all it's just like from our angle i think it's just to reach up to that bracket when the FAO is right there i just it's not an option for me
0: yeah okay um and we were talking a little bit about united last week uh they had a obviously the nice 2-0 or whatever the fuck against west brom and now their fixtures is even better Zlatan's making his way into most teams um, with the Kane and the Costa situation. But what about, I mean, Paul still played pretty well, but he was not as involved as he was two games ago. Do you think there's any any double attack shout for United or do you think there's just better shit out there, like Walcott, for example? Can you really get Paul over Walcott right now, given form? Yeah, you
1: probably can't, right? It seems kind of crazy.
0: It's tough to rationalize it.
1: Yeah, and and Paul was, like, he was good still, but he played deeper than he had been the weeks before when we were shouting him out a little
0: bit. You just don't know. You team. just don't
1: know, yeah. He seems like a total random, like, it almost, he's the type of player it almost doesn't matter who the opposition is, you know? Like, if they're playing some shit team, I don't really back him to, like, score a brace or something. It's just, like, any random opponent he could just score a world e or create something and get the random assist here or there. I don't know. It's just with the cane blankage and the cost of suspension and everyone getting an Ebra, not really feeling a double attack there. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I, I'm I'm of the same mind, but I think I mean you got Jones and getting one of their defenders in right now seems like it's a pretty sensible bet. Yeah, they Jones, have such a
1: good run. Yeah.
0: Such a good run. Jones is still uh sub five million. He's such good value at four eight. If you want to try and pay for a little bit of attacking output, it's still pretty crazy to me that Valencia doesn't have better attacking returns or a single attacking return to speak of, given how far forward he plays and how many crosses he puts in. Yeah, and Darman's
1: still there too, and he picked up Dhar-Man. some maps.
0: Yeah, Darmin's still there. He's a little bit more of a risk to me, I feel like, with game time. I don't know if Blinn comes in, it feels like he could shift them around. With yeah, that's true. Shake. But you, Shaw, we know Moo,
1: though. Moo hates rotating, and he fucking despises Shaw, who just seems like he's dead to the world and yeah. never going to play again. <laughs>
0: Darmian was just benched two games ago. I don't know if it was because of the pile up of fixtures, but I don't I don't know. Yeah, I don't hate Darmian as a shout, but I think I would rather have Jones for the security. Yeah, no, less, Jones and I would rather yeah. go point four more for Valencia, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I, I think that's really fair. Yeah. yeah, and Bailly's
1: hurt now and probably going yeah. to AFCON and
0: Yeah, yeah. I think Jones Jones looks great. I mean four eight's great value to get into that defense and they're starting to keep cleans and look better. I think that's a good investment.
1: I made one good transfer, guys. Good job, Alarm. Sound the alarm. Good transfer he's a, alert. He's going to get injured next He's time. 100% going to get <laughs> injured and make one of those insane faces that he makes. If you don't know what I'm talking about, please Google Phil Jones' face or something like that, and you'll see what I mean. He's a fucking crazy person. Um, I want to talk about you... Some cheap mids, maybe, making money type of guys to get up to Kuhn, to get up to premium Chelsea defense and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, um, one of the standouts of the weekend and the worldy goal of the year was J-Rod.
0: J-Rod, old friend.
1: Oh, really old friend. It's been yeah. a long-ass time. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: But, yeah, in 13-14, he scored 15 goals. The year before that, six goals, eight assists. I mean, he's got it in his locker, Chaz is dead. Luckily, Puel realizes how bad Shane Long is and won't just play him like fucking Coman did. J Rod out of position up top, six point
0: three. I mean, it's the first year he hasn't been classed as a striker. I think in the last handful. We know that he's got the class in him when he's fit and playing, which is obviously a rarity. But at 6-3, as you say, out of position, up top, it's pretty tough to see pass him at that bracket. However, I'm still very concerned about Puel's midfield choices and striker choices in general. I feel like he still doesn't know his best team, and if he does, he just likes keeping the squad fresh. Because yeah, they don't if you score look at a their, lot either. I mean, look at their FPL page and their midfielders. Not only the list of how many there are, but how many have gotten like minutes. Like, there are a lot of fucking players there, and yeah, it's
1: really crazy.
0: Shane Long is not half the player that J Rod is, J Rodriguez, but I still don't think it's insane to think that he's going to start long sometimes. You know, I Tom yeah, especially still with the pile up coming. Uh, yeah, I don't. I just don't. I don't know. I feel like the only absolute nailed-on attacker for them is Redmond.
1: Yeah, and that, and that's kind of who I was going to bring up as maybe like an example of some sort of dependability because, I don't know, Paul just fucking jerks off to Redmond. He's his favorite thing in the world. Never drops him. He plays every game. I think the reasons that we all started this season with Redmond were good reasons. You know, he was like pretty much nailed, out of position striker kind of. And then, you know, he quick very, very quickly faded away after a game week one goal. I'm seeing like all of those same attributes in J Rod and that's what like makes him attractive to me. It's just like there's no one else who can play center forward for them and score goals. That's just no, like I'm, the bottom line. There's no one else on the they, roster.
0: They need goals on that side. That's really, all they yeah, need.
1: Right? Like their defense is good and they create chances. They just can't finish them.
0: They haven't scored more than two goals in, like, two months after this weekend. Yeah, except for this weekend, yeah. So, yeah, I think J-Rod is definitely... I don't hate getting in early on a punt with him if you want to jerk him in because he could go on a run and he could be that player that... I mean, we failed on, like, Gunduan earlier, but he could be that bandwagon, that next midfield bandwagon, like... um, at that price I yeah you got you
1: gotta trust the system like you're not going to hit on every punt or every like no. gundo or whatever, but the ones you do hit on
0: not make only will you rise
1: but yeah they'll make like they'll make you one point five million over a two month period or something, and you'll fly so
0: yeah i also though I still think that Redmond's reasonable. I, I'm looking at their fixtures, and that's the thing. To, fixtures, I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm starting to come back around on Redmond. I mean, he's a little bit of the safer and more dependable option than J Rod. Um, it's probably better to take the pun on J Rod, but I don't know. If, you know, if you can't afford it, there's point four in it. I think at five nine, Redmond is. Uh, I'm starting to come back in on him. I think I've always think loved him. Yeah, I think he's still a good pick. I don't know. I feel like Southampton's going to start. Doing some better things in life. Seeing like
1: Quell's celebration after that second J Rod goal, I was like, "Okay, he's human. Like, let's go. He's happy. First time I've seen, seen him happy, and the team's like having fun and shit. It yeah, felt good. It felt like they're rounding a corner.
0: Yeah, and it's also, I mean, Austin is so demanding of service and supply when he plays that I feel like every player is trying to figure out how they can get him the ball in that you know six yard box type thing, but In his absence, it's going to be interesting to see who steps up because there's a significant void for goals, and someone's got to. So it might be J Rod. It feels like J Rod is
1: is so obvious to me. Like he's, it it almost feels like he fits fits the Puel like weird fluid system better than Austin ever did. Anyway, you know, yeah, yeah. or he can like move around. He can go outside. He can drop a little deeper. I don't know. I'm into him. I'm, I'm yeah, getting all dented just talking we've, about him.
0: We've both owned him in the past as a third forward. He's usually priced around $6 million as that third forward back. Even when they had like Ricky Lambert, he was, yeah. he was really good. But another team, I think, for that mid-price bracket for midfielders I want to talk about is West Brom. I think it's maybe a little bit early to the party right now because they have a few really tough fixtures. But with Aguero returning not this week but following... I think Chadley, back in, he's one. is back on pens. He's involved in a lot. They're scoring a lot of goals. I think Phillips at 5'5", is still a really good pick. I mean, their run after these next couple gets pretty silly. So if you're, if you're looking to do you know, midfield downgrades for some players when you uh, are trying to make Aguero money, I think that for the medium term, West Brom's a good place to look. I, I really like Chadley. I'm I'm looking. At I love Chadley. Way yeah, way I was to gonna say like a lot
1: of people have Phillips and kind of forgot about Chadley. Yeah, he's on pens like you said, and he he's had some like class moments on match of the day highlights and shit in their last couple, even though no returns. And yeah, starting in game week 20 with home hole, he's got a nice long run of fixtures. So I like that chap.
0: Yeah. Um, And then I think the only other spot I did want to briefly touch on is Palace's midfield because all the Palace midfielders are in that bracket because they're all pretty shitty except for Zaha. But Zaha's only got a couple more weeks before he leaves. I think, what does he have, one, two, maybe three more games. So it's a tough time to buy him right now. But I think that that punching is not terrible. 5-2, our fixtures get a lot better. He creates a lot. He has obviously no goals in him, but... I think he'll get some decent assists and he's always good on bonus when he does get assists. I think you could do worse than him at that bracket looking at the fixtures and I don't think MacArthur should be completely ignored. I, he's Yes, he's playing as a holding, more like a box-to-box midfielder, but at 5.0 he's got a lot of goals for a 5.0 midfielder and he's pretty nailed and he gets forward okay. His stats are never great but you could do worse.
1: You could do way worse and you know, we keep mentioning the fixture pileup, and I think we talked about it probably the last two weeks, but now, more than ever, it's it's really worthwhile to have a solid bench and, like, a solid 14 at least to 15-man squad because if you thought that the fixture pileup was crazy last few game weeks, it's, it's even closer together this game week. We'll have to figure out what we do with the pod schedule, but it gets really, really fucking crazy starting with boxing day the day after Christmas, so... I don't know, having like maybe a five like a MacArthur fucking Ouija or something as your fifth mid is usually not money that I like spending, but it could be the difference between like a big nice rise this week if you know, some fuck gets benched or rested or whatever or hurt and then you have a an actual decent option coming in.
0: Yeah, it's just tough to spend a transfer on fifth mid when there's yeah. other things to do, but yeah, like if definitely totally agree.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: All right, let's look forward.
1: Um, Yeah. Break? Yeah, let's do a little
0: break, and then we'll talk for captains,
1: whatever. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right, so captains this weekend. Um, It looks like there's only a couple choices. Probably you're looking at Arsenal with Alexis or Zlatan or Hazard.
1: Yeah, Arsenal's home was from... Kind of nervous about that being like an insane bus and with Alex's semi-dip in form. Maybe not form, but dip in like participation. I'm a little scared of that. Zlatan's the obvious, right? He'll be number one.
0: Yeah, he should be. Uh, home Sunday. Sunday usually bends over backwards for United, especially in Old Trafford. That should be probably like a form or something like
1: that. Moisey. Moisey's reunion. I love that.
0: Yeah, Moise is in a park a serious bus, but you got to think a there's double a pen decker
1: there. insane bus. Yeah,
0: there's got to be a pen there for Zlatan, right? I don't know.
1: Yeah, Jelboji late late <laughs> challenge.
0: <laughs> I st- I still I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm gonna captain Zlatan though. I'm still thinking about Alexis. I feel like. I don't know if it's because I've been having these reds, and I feel like I need to go a little bit differential. But I don't feel like there's much in it between the two of them. Looking at their fixtures, I think they're both going to be looking at same type eight man buses. But I don't know, dude. Am I crazy? I, I feel like Zlo- I feel like I Alexis feel like it's a little
1: bit crazy. Like you got slot Zlo- is just he's like touching the ball like 15 times in the box per game, yeah. like a million shots, braces yeah. for fun, pens, everything. Yeah, fine, fine, But yeah, people cap Hazard, I'm sure, too, which I don't know. I never like, but I, I see the logic. Um, yeah, other than that, I mean, De Bruyne or something at Hull.
0: <laughs> yeah, watch Pep like play eight defenders all out of position and rest Kevin and Silva. Yeah, call her off
1: number 10. Fuck.
0: Nothing. Nothing would be less surprising. Than I that. know,
1: but that said, I mean, we'll get to our teams. I guess maybe this is a good segue to get to our teams. But I, I kind of want to bring in like Sterling or something for, for Mino, which would give me enough money to change tip to Alonso.
0: I just can't justify taking a hit to remove Firmino before home stoke given how he looked in the derby. I can't do that.
1: I know, but what about not having Chelsea defensive cover yet again?
0: <laughs> I mean it's bad just because you have to make up a clean sheet essentially through a different player in your team, but it is four points, you know. It's not it's not like you're gonna yeah. miss out on someone getting a fifteen pointer when he's in twenty five percent of everyone else's team. Granted, probably seventy five percent of teams have a Chelsea defender. It's only like six points, you know. Yeah, you're right. I don't think I don't think it's. It just
1: sucks having like going into this pileup, having a flag on Toby, a flag on Matip, and no news on Matip, and a suspended Costa, all in one team.
0: It's like no, it's terrible. We'll probably both not good stuff. We'll probably get Reds again, but I think that I think that if there is one thing that we could point a finger to, that's been Amplifying our red arrows, it's that we didn't take a hit all year, and then once we start taking a couple hits, we <laughs> We've been fucking drunk so completely, completely tanked our, oh ourselves with these God. hits. So yeah, let's to- see, I
1: started. First hit I took was God. The first taste always feels so good. I feel like I'm talking about heroin, not FPL. Like I did a little bit of heroin. I took out Ozil for Alexis, and he scored five. Thousand points, and I was just like, Oh my god, heroin is fucking amazing! And then it just hits, 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 giant red yeah. arrows.
0: I think if Firmino had a shittier fixture, then I would feel more comfortable with that because you think that possibly you make the hit up with Sterling in a great fixture, yeah, but I. Home Stokes pretty good, dude. They were they couldn't, no, they couldn't home conceded Stoke is two good. goals to a 10-man roster.
1: Lee Grant. What the fuck, dude? I know. The one let down of the whole time.
0: We're gonna um, lose value on Firmino, obviously, this week, but I'm still it's <laughs> six blanks. It's, I'm, it's I'm almost
1: I'm also almost considering like Toby, just like pretty much conceding that I made a mistake and I should have brought in a Chelsea defender and just doing, like Toby to Alonzo.
0: Mm, I don't know. I, you could do that. I don't hate that, but I don't think it's worth a hit or a transfer right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, Spurs are like at They're Soton, still, at Watford, home Chelsea, City on the two, horizon.
0: I don't know. They could keep two queens there. He's a shot for a Yeah, goal. but how
1: many games is Toby going to play? All of them. Oh, come on.
0: Nah, all of them, baby.
1: God damn it. If well. Me, me. Need him so badly. Totally. Need, need something good so badly. Uh-huh. But yeah, I was just so... trying to.
0: Th- I was just trying to think of the last time I had a defender goal, which I think it was probably Holobos in game McClick like seven.
1: Yeah, I had Holoboss with you there, and I had the Kachalny like
0: yeah, double digit insane
1: weird goal. But
0: as we keep watching Brunk get twelve to twenty points every week.
1: Yeah, and Alonso just hits the bar on free worldy free kicks.
0: All right, so I did uh, Kane to Zlatan on like Friday because I wouldn't have been able to afford it. I only had point one in the bank with my selling, so I got Zlatan, and I'll probably captain him against Sunday. And I've got Costa Red. I have Chan probably coming in for a one point cameo again, and they'll probably get another <laughs> red. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. It I'm, feels I'm, like a red arrow is coming. It feel it feels like a red arrow for sure this the, week. Especially uh, the with,
1: things to hang on to though are like our. Our footballers are still good at football, even though they're not returning. Like, Firmino had a million chances. Like, Siggy is home West West Ham. He's still good. I have Payet and Carroll at the best fixture in the league at Swansea. Like, you could make a case that I have a really good team, (laughs) even though I just went down 100K. But you could no, make yeah, that totally. case in Alexis, Home West Brom, Zlatan, Home Sunday, like
0: Yeah. No, I it's it's been the kind of thing where we just need a little bit of fortuitous things to occur because we do have good players in our teams. It just hasn't been coming off. Yeah, so.
1: yeah I think Derek texted me right before we potted, He's he was just like Dude, th- yeah, I have it right here. He said, dude, this is why I'm not on Suicide Watch. Like, I think we're making right moves and shit happens. Like, if Alonzo had a dong, had two, I Captain Casa would have been a decent week.
0: I don't know. The, the ever-positive Daredevil. He doesn't understand yet. He, has, he hasn't had enough of these feels. Yeah, I, first, first yeah, yeah.
1: he's an vir- FBL virgin over there. Um, but, so, yeah, I mean, like... I had Pickford eight on my bench. I had Darun number one, sub 10 on my bench. Like, fuck off.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Matip again, not playing. They keep it clean.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, so I did that transfer thinking, looking forward. I'm probably angling towards saving next week and then taking a hit on three transfers to take Carroll out and put Aguero in and then take Hazard and Firmino out and get some budget fucks and go budget plus Sanchez at mid. So you're
1: planning getting going Costa, Ibra, Kuhn.
0: Yeah, because I'm thinking this yo-yoing of my third striker has been a nightmare and I'm not getting points out of my eight plus million midfielders anyway. So when I was good at this game at the beginning of the year, I had three heavy forwards. So I'm thinking just going back to that well
1: and bring in, like, Chadley or J-Rod or something.
0: A combination of the guys we talked about in that segment.
1: I like that, dude. Yeah, I like yeah. that a lot. I mean...
0: Maybe I, I'll do it next week for minus eight if I'm fucking terror sad and shit. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I could definitely see myself taking, like, a minus eight next week. I'll probably lay low this week. I also did Kane to Ibra. Um, and I hope Kane dies. But other than that, I mean... Whew... Darkness weighing heavy. And I'm about to go see Rogue One and just let it all out, you know? Just stuff my face with fucking popcorn and shit. Fucking Star
0: Wars, dude.
1: Yeah, dude. I'm ready.
0: Okay. Let's fucking fuck this off, dude. I'm so pissed off at fantasy. God damn it.
1: <sighs> so fucking brutal, dude.
0: What is a green arrow? What does it look like? What does it feel like? I Everyone kept the last time.
1: So many people on Twitter kept asking me like about the cup, and like oh, yeah, God, this was
0: cup qualification. Forget the fuck about the cup this week. Year dude, fuck us.
1: fuck a cup. What even is the? Cu- I don't fucking care <laughs> about the cup.
0: Like and you get like a fifty dollar gift card if you win it, and they enter like and, two million people. And like an FBL
1: on. stress ball. Like I need a fucking gun. That's what I need. Not a stress ball. <laughs> Make that the prize. Welcome to America, baby. <laughs>
0: Oh, God, oh nice man.
1: Alright. Check us out at fmlpl.com. Follow us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a nightmare, dude. Follow on Twitter at fmlpl. Email us at fmlpl. Join the league like a Facebook group. Cheers!